0: My freedom sways between the small crack between your lips. Your delusions, I know, will bind me to a lie you created for me, to the fictitious ramblings of an asinine fool drunk with privilege. My freedom sways between your lips like my brethren and sister swayed so many years ago, freedom being taken from them as if it were a beautiful Van Gogh, auctioned off to the highest bidder lifeless yet priceless my freedom swaying i see it between your lips i was birthed with a cure for those like you as you seek to demonize i seek to unify i spend every day chanting light into the spirit of my ancestors and in turn essex teaches me baldwin molds me Bayard motivates me. I see your fear, and I raise you hope. I own my freedom, so you can never steal it away. There is no price high enough. It swayed on your lips and you would have choked on it. It's too big for you. Choke on my freedom. Fall to your knees and find education there. Find light there. Find truth there. For in the end, what you allow to pass through your lips has far less to do with your fear of my truth and all to do with the fear of your own. Now, let's get healed. Please. Welcome to the healing space I am Sensei Raven Akundayo
1: And I'm Brandon Harris Williams <laughs> I'm being held here against my will Here in studio I'm being held hostage He has I'ma a little up, attitude with me right now I'm gonna put up a, uh, a sign uh-huh. like, uh, like Olivia did When she was kidnapped mm-hmm.
0: Yeah that's what I'm gonna do. Okay, I thought you was gonna say like Michelle Obama.
1: I started to. Oh yeah. But Michelle wasn't kidnapped. This so. is very
0: true. Come on, stay on it. I have to. Indeed, indeed.
1: <laughs> I cannot. Did y'all hear the poet himself, Mr. Raven, mm-hmm. open up the show? Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. I guess. whatever. <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> or whatever. <laughs>
0: Uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I figured since we're doing National Poetry Month, I was like, I guess I should remind do a the people poem. you're a poet. You're talented. <laughs> Come on,
1: you just do it all.
0: I guess. What don't you do? Uh, I don't. I don't rap. I don't do that. Some would consider that a form of poetry. So. Touche, touche. This is very true. This is very true. It's very
1: hard to rhyme things
0: uh. for some people. Yeah, for some
2: people, yeah. <laughs> some people just repeat the same
0: words I'm do- I'm over and over. I'm so good. There's so many things I want to say. That's why it's been nothing but sounds. Like, you should say it. No, no. You should no.
1: Be healed. There's multiple ways to heal. So if you absolutely, get it out, in order for me
0: to heal, exactly. I- I'm healing fine without saying it. But speaking of healing, everyone's okay. to be healed by your amazing poetry. So next week, I think that you should get on the mic. I'm gonna be and...
1: sick. This is not gonna work.
0: <laughs> I'm getting over a cold. This okay. Okay. Well, even with a the cold, th- th- there are people in the most horrible of conditions, they're still able to get on that stage and perform. And so. I
1: appreciate them. That's not me. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate them,
0: yes. It's not. No. Okay. I'm gonna be able to do that. Well, no. that's, and, but here's why that works. It works because this coming Thursday, we're going live. Mm-hmm. So when we go live for our very first simulcast across Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, we'll just get you to do a poem live. So you can do it right there in front of everybody. Are gonna read one of your poems? Is that what we gonna Okay,
3: read? okay.
0: <laughs> uh-uh. A Raven poem, interpreted by Brandon. Listen, the best. Is the world ready? Can you hear me? I don't think they're ready. <laughs> you know Are go going viral? For real, listen. <laughs> Especially if it's live. <laughs> it <is> done. <laughs> it's done. Put it to a smooth Cardi beat. Come on. <laughs> you better. You better. Listen.
1: Come on now. Yeah. None of that. None of that. Like smooth R&B playing in the background. No. Though. Get a Cardi instrumental. Listen. <laughs> Talk about it. With your words?
0: (laughs) Talk about breaking chains and not being oppressed anymore. Balance,
1: do you (laughs) hear me? Listen. The best
0: of both worlds. I was about to say, that's ultimate balance right
3: there. Wow.
0: (laughs) He and I are forever throwing ideas out and then having to pause for a minute and be like, "Wait a minute, that might actually work." Exactly. Like, <laughs>
1: I'm I'm into this. Let me look up Cardi instrumental as soon as we finish. I'm not gonna read whatever the poem is. I'm gonna find the instrument I like the most. Right. And you.
0: And then poem I, whatever. You I, whatever you poem like the my gift to you. And then you gonna. <laughs> okay. So you misfits know now. You have to be listening to us this Thursday. <laughs> when we go live on facebook instagram and youtube our first simulcast on different platforms he is going to be doing a poem by me live to a cardi instrumental you cannot cannot i'm excited excited.
1: i actually just got excited i'm to drink my hot tea i have to be ready i'll be on one
0: because you've never been on one live you are wow. always so calm live. Come on, for us to finally be able to... I'm going to have to give you a hot side. We're going to go have to put a little <laughs> bit of alcohol in there for you. Whatever. <laughs> you said I
1: was on one last week when we did the random one. The, Y'all was it, talking which about me one? when I had my beard and my do-rag on.
0: Oh, yes. Let, let's be clear. You were in the comfort of... You were in the comfort, though. The <laughs> comfort of your own. <laughs> Whenever you come up in here... You try to act real shy and brand new. Also, keep in mind, it was only me and you. You tend to get real shy when there's another guest. Is
1: that what it Uh is? Uh-huh.
0: When we have somebody else. I
1: don't want to outshine
0: anybody. Is that what it is?
1: Well, (laughs) I want you to
0: shine. I want you to shine bright come Thursday. I think Sean will understand. I think Sean will understand. Speaking of which, our featured guest this week is educated graphic designer and the host of the Mindful Rebel podcast, Mr. Sean J. Moore. This brother is a PhD student, okay? Smart. <laughs> he's, uh, he's, uh, he focuses on leadership in the black community. It's deeply important to him as well as uh, identity development for black and queer people as well. Um, I really enjoyed conversing with him. We actually had a lot of fun. I was a guest on his podcast, The Man for Rubble, last week. Mm -hmm. I enjoyed it thoroughly. We both just so happened to be brothers who were raised in Baltimore. Look at that! You know, you know. Come on, connection. Transplants.
1: (laughs) And both doing podcasts.
0: Listen, listen, and we both ended up living in Atlanta. I'm (laughs) like,
1: what I'm saying? Come on,
0: it was meant to be. It was meant to be. (laughs) Yes.
1: Can't get words out.
0: So you guys make sure that you check that interview out later on in the podcast. I think you're really going to enjoy it. We're speaking on leadership and so much more. Okay, so let's get to our weekends. Okay. Okay, so you had an act last weekend. You've been showing off lately. At the beginning of this podcast, for those of you who have been listening (laughs) since last September, he was getting his hermit life on in the beginning of this podcast. (laughs) He's showing his full ass these days. So yes.
1: I mean... You know, Mm -hmm. um, so, (laughs) my friend Cavante came into town with um, some of his friends from Houston. Mm -hmm. I came to Atlanta for the weekend, well, for a few days, I guess, like, Friday, Saturday, they left Sunday. And so, originally, because I switched my days around at work, I was going to come up on Friday and hang out with them and then leave, or, well, stop hanging out with them on Sunday then come over here to hang out with you. Mm -hmm. But, I checked my funds before I was going to leave and I was like, let me make a semi-adult decision. Okay. true adult decision would have been to not come at all. There we go. But a semi-adult Semi, decision. Right. Yes, yeah, so I was like, I just want to come on Friday. Okay.
0: Okay. So, yeah. I'm still going to have some fun, though. I will. Right.
1: And I will enjoy myself. I mean, it's still my money. It's yep. just not... <laughs> Come on. Come on, I mean Come on, honesty I'm not here, you know, like <laughs> robbing banks and stuff I'm not getting sponsored Although I'm not opposed
0: there we to being go. sponsored Come on, full truth
1: Let's listen It's a healing space And if anybody wanna set it off, then we can do that <laughs> You know, I won't get greedy We're just gonna do it like once I'm oh. not gonna be able to like, cause anytime they try to go back mm-hmm. you it, it's how you always end up dead So I don't have time Oh god, okay So, but yes, <sighs> I came up ha <laughs> ha I came up Saturday, I met them for brunch at this place called Port Calvin's. Um, My friend told me it was like Thai and soul food. Mm -hmm. And I was like, that sounds like a stomach ache. Do I need to stop somewhere on the way? (laughs) Listen, when you
0: you told me where y'all were going, I was like, Thai and soul food? That sounds like your stomach's gonna feel like it's being punched. (laughs) Listen, repeatedly.
1: (laughs) But I got there, other people's plates look cute. Okay. But I wasn't super hungry anyway. So I just got calamari and I kept pushing. I was like... Go for what you know. Mm-hmm. Cause I don't, I don't have time. Right. Um, and then we went to Lenox Mall and we was around there and it was Saturday, so it was like packed and busy, and just full of the niggas. Uh-oh. And niggas I mean <sighs> black people, I don't just mean like niggas is and guys. But yes. So what? <laughs> and I mean niggas is in niggas, not niggas is in black people, but yes.
0: Please so. keep going. <laughs> Thank you. Good Lord. You know you know, I have an N-word quota. If you trying. And... <laughs> Good Lord. <laughs> Jesus.
1: I'm uh, going well, we to give you Issa Rain right
3: now.
0: <laughs> listen. Listen. Because she makes me fight to get through anything she's in. I'm like, she's going to N-word me to death. Good God. <laughs>
1: So we left Lennox and all of the people that were there,
3: mm-hmm.
1: and then we went to Perimeter, <laughs> and we walked around there because they looked looking for something to wear um, to go out. And then we went back to the hotel. We chilled for a minute. Everybody changed, got dressed. Then we went to, we were going to go to Einstein's, but nobody was at Einstein. Mm-hmm. So then we went to Joe's on Jupiter, had food. Mm-hmm. I was going to
0: say Jupiter, but that's not it. Juniper? Juniper. Look yes. at me. <laughs> I, think I said it right the first time, but it always sounds wrong. It sounds like you said Jupiter, but I'm gonna flow with it. What? Listen, Joel's myself. on Jupiter sounds cute. So. It, it does. Listen. I like that better. Come Actually, on. Maybe that's why I say Let's that. Let's be clear.
1: So we went there and then we went to Bulldogs. So yeah. And then I was telling Ray where we were going. So <laughs> Ray was like, that's gonna be right up your alley. You're gonna love it. I'm like, you don't know me. Mm-hmm. And we got there. And they played all my music, so listen. I was like, listen, sis, now granted it was packed as fuck, so I was like, um, I need just a little bit more space, but, and I don't like the way the bathroom is set up, but, you know,
0: he tries to act like I don't know my friends, <laughs> like, <laughs> but I ain't myself, so yes, like Bulldogs is going to be everything to you, <laughs> everything I give you exactly not. what you need and that's what they did i knew they'd play every song your life required and they did because we
1: had this discussion i don't like pop i don't i don't mm-hmm. want no go singing right
0: in in the club what right. are you doing listen and i need I want all you that to rap. i, I want, want you to like sing.
1: slap that bitch whoop that
0: hoe oh like
1: I want <laughs> stuff like that you know what i'm saying like whoop it out you know all that type of stuff you listen. know listen like look if you but you know what I'm saying I need those right. type of things in my life.
0: Well, I need like, I need Janet. I need j lo I need Sia. Like I need those things. Yeah, I need I need so those things. So this is why
1: we out. could never go to the club together.
0: <laughs> we could go to the right if we go to the right club because I've been to clubs where they play, play pop on some floors and then they play hip hop on others.
1: So we go to the same club but then be on two different floors?
0: We could listen. <laughs> <laughs> listen. <laughs> or we could compromise meaning that you go to my floor for a certain amount of time then we go to yours there was a place i used to go to called culture club in new york for Mm -hmm. my friends who live in nyc and uh my best friend branson and i we would go to culture club and it would be it would give you that balance first of all i loved it i hate that they closed it down it was a slow close down but that's for another episode but um but yeah they would give you what you wanted on two different floors get your pop get your hip-hop it would be all good you know
1: so. Cute or whatever. Indeed, indeed. I'm not interested, but that's cute. Whatever. whatever. <laughs> I just don't want you singing at the club. Like the club is like to shake that ass. And you like, can
0: shake your ass to J Lo. What are you talking what J-Lo about? Which am i shaking my ass to. Which one? Aren't you shaking your ass to? I'm so lost. I'm
1: shaking my ass to J Lo. I'm shaking. My you ass can dance. You
0: can shake your ass house to house? on the floor by J Lo. You can absolutely know. shake Sing your ass. that for ass. me. How to go? You don't know what on the floor with J Lo and Pitbull is? I don't think so, no. Lies. So wait, you've never heard of "Booty" by J Lo? I had to look that up when you told me about it. Remember? What's happening? I'm
1: not that pop person. You know this.
0: So you don't know? I, 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 I'm not your mama. Is this a J
1: Lo song? Still? We're gonna move on. I don't. I
0: don't, I don't have time for this. <laughs> so, so anyway. Continue with your weekend or would you like me to get on mine? I think you
1: can kind of, because our weekends overlap on Sunday. So that's
0: why I was like. (laughs) Listen, because I'm not doing this with him. I'm not doing this with him. I don't
1: know
0: these. uh... Oh my God. So anyway, so Friday was a chill night for me. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm rolling my eyes. I'm so hard right now. Mm. (laughs) Friday was a chill night for me. I was like, okay, I'm just going to focus on promoting the podcast and all that stuff in preparation for Saturday and Sunday because I know I'm going to be doing a lot. So, Saturday, I was supposed to be going to see A Quiet Place with Mike, Mm -hmm. uh, who you guys are familiar with from being on the second Black, Queer, and Unapologetic episode. Uh, But he ended up, unfortunately, falling ill, so he wasn't able to go. Uh, Yeah, yeah, and he felt bad. And um, I made sure to check up on him later on on Saturday to make sure he was cool. Um, I do not want to see A Quiet Place by myself. I really want to see that movie, but I do not want to see it by myself. So I figured, okay, you know what? I'm getting out of the house. I'm having a fun day. Everyone's busy, mm-hmm. so I'm just gonna have a me-date, you know? Yes. So every now and then it's important to take yourself on a self-date. So I said I'm gonna have some adventures around the city. So I left out, ended up going to uh, down the downtown area. Um, I took Marta, so I got off the train at what I thought was, I was informed that Five Points and Little Five Points are two totally different areas. I was not aware of this. So I get upstairs and I'm like, the underground? I (laughs) I don't remember the underground being anywhere near Little Five Points. (laughs) So I was like, where the hell am I? But I walk around and it ended up being really, really cool. Like, I enjoyed my time downtown a lot. Mm -hmm. And I ended up falling into the funniest of situations. So it's like, um, why is everything slowly falling away from me right now? I ended up walking down by the uh, World of Coke. And by the CNN CNN building and the Ferris wheel and all that stuff. But there was something big that happened while I was downtown. I don't remember what it was. For some reason, Midtown's just sticking out to me. So I ended up leaving downtown after about maybe an hour and a half of walking around and just, you know, chilling and different stuff. Was it the festival or was Um, it Midtown? The festival was Midtown too. So like, everything seems to be Midtown. Uh, But So I ended up getting on the train and catching it to Midtown. I get off and as I'm walking, I end up being a part of a Black Lives Matter rally. So that was really cool. <laughs> I'm like, how did I stumble upon this? How?
1: <laughs> Cause you're black as fuck, that's why. Listen. <laughs> we love it.
0: Listen, am. We love it. And sometimes people forget that because I'm very peace and love, but you can oh. be namaste and still be all about blackness. Exactly. Listen, balance. Come on.
1: Black is not a monolith. that's what they always tell the people, l- l- yes. Look.
0: This is where we need to be live so people can see me looking at you. (laughs) Like, listen. I'm a little scared. What?
1: (laughs) Because, ironically enough, people probably think I'm more of the protest person. But no, that's you. Listen! Got it. (laughs) They really would think that. Like, I'm in the protest today at 12.
3: Okay, so (laughs) we're
1: all eating it too. (laughs) I don't understand. No, like, we're protesting all day. So I'm gonna see you tomorrow.
0: Again? (laughs)
1: I mean, we're still on for the club tonight. What are we doing? Well, me, I'm,
0: I'm picking out the appropriate outfit. You know, what are signs going to say? Yes. You know. I love it. Okay. How long are we going to be out there? <laughs> we need y'all. Okay, listen. I'm catching the Golden Girls rerun. Marathon.
1: <laughs> if my girl Olivia Benson on the TV. I'm going to give me a good
0: snack. <laughs> I can't. Anyway, so after walking away from the protests, I end up making my way toward, uh, Piedmont Park. And when I get there, they're having the Dogwood Festival. Mm-hmm. So I walk up on that like, I'm so glad I got off the house. Cause who, who knew I was going to stumble across all this stuff. But here's what I'll be honest about. Being in the protest was one thing. It was only a certain amount of people. However, going to the Dogwood Festival was totally different. It was way too many people for me. Mm-hmm. By that point, I've been walking around. I ended up spending about six to seven hours out before I came back home. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no. Like, by that yeah, point, yeah. I was like, there you, are way too like, many of the you. The
1: whole here. time, you were texting. So, like, the whole time I went to brunch and then to the two malls and then back, I think, the hotel, you were still out, like, Listen, whole time, so. listen.
0: <laughs> I'm like, because it took me a minute to get home. I think it was about an hour just getting myself back home again. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I was like, no, it's too many of y'all at this point. So I said, okay, here's the deal. My favorite spot in Piedmont Park is the Legacy Fountain. Mm-hmm. If I can go to the Legacy Fountain and there's not a lot of people, this is how I'll know this is absolutely my spot. Because that means even when festivals are happening, nobody's at the fountain. I go to the fountain and it's like two sets of parents playing with their kids. That's it. Nobody else. I was like, there we go. The Legacy Fountain is officially my spot in Atlanta. So I went down there, turned to my meditation music. And I would say I meditated for probably about 20 to 30 minutes. And then after that, I just chilled out there for a little while because there's, of course, a fountain. Yeah. So I'm connected to water. So I just loved hearing the water and all that stuff. Chilled out there for a little while. And then I ended up bouncing from there <clears throat> and began to make my way back home. So that was Saturday. Sunday was my one year anniversary of living in Atlanta. Woo! Whee- oh, uh, right? <laughs> so i was really excited because so many of the people who have played a big part in my full year here i was going to get to see Mm -hmm. so i was a little disappointed because it was raining uh it was raining during the morning and unfortunately that's when i was going to have one of my yoga classes with kevin so, understandably, so Kevin had to cancel because of the weather. Mm-hmm. So we're not going to be having classes for like another three weeks. So I was bummed out because one, I wanted to get in work. I wanted to get in one more class with him, but also he's played a huge part in my time here in Atlanta. Didn't get to see Mike because you know you know he ended up falling ill, so I didn't get to see him during the weekend of my one-year anniversary. But George and Brandon came through, and I was able to see the two of you. Bye. You know. So I was like, if I didn't get to see anybody who played a huge part in me being here, it would have really bothered my spirit. So the fact that I got to spend time with the two of you meant the world to me. So we went out to eat at the Ivy, uh, which was George's suggestion, because, you know, I had a hard time finding some (laughs) place.
1: You were really struggling. I was, because I'm like,
0: I'm so simple when it comes to eating places. It doesn't take much for me because food means more to everybody else than it does to me. So I could do the same restaurant over and over and never get tired. Shout out to Gordon Biersch, But um, so he was like, what about the Ivy? And I said, let's make that happen. Mm -hmm. So we all ended up meeting up at the Ivy and that was a good time. Uh, Brandon ended up seeing some of his cousins who came over to talk to us at the table because they ended up having a bad situation with their waiter. They
1: almost had a Starbucks situation. I just, <laughs> apparently the waiter came over and was like, y'all music is too loud.
0: Which it was not because the music in there was so loud that we had a hard time even hearing each other. So.
1: <laughs> Keisha was ready to go.
0: Keisha was ready. You hear me? She said, did y'all hear my music? Like,
1: <laughs> cause you hear my music that's playing on my phone Listen, over the music in this She restaurant. came over slightly
0: accusatory. I was like, wait a minute. Okay. Yo, I don't know who's sitting at this table. Listen. Brandon's ready for you.
1: I have to know who, what we was talking about, okay? Make sure, are we talking about the waiter? okay. No, girl.
0: It wasn't me. Came over there shades on and everything. Listen.
1: About to get knocked off.
0: I can't. Listen. But yeah, so we ended up leaving there. It yes, I good. thought
1: about that too, that was another thing I couldn't see her eyes, uh-huh. so the tone Was giving me a lot, the neck was giving me a lot But I can't see your eyes, so I don't <laughs> know what you're doing So I'm on like high defense mode Right now I'm sorry anyway. I just thought about that <laughs>
0: So we ended up Going to Lenox Mall after that And surprisingly George Had never been to Lenox Mall So that was like wow, I couldn't believe that but we
1: didn't get there until like 6
0: right and we 15, didn't realize that yeah kind of
1: close at seven yeah and i was like no this is not the Linux experience yeah
0: the Linux experience is what brandon had on saturday what george got was the most tame i have ever seen Linux listen mall. Like, <laughs> we were able to walk without having to mill and, mill and see through people it was like oh yeah
1: no okay, it was it wasn't enough of the people there From yeah. the day before He needed to see You don't know, want me to say the word But he needed to see that <laughs> Yeah You can listen This is their mall There
0: like, was enough space In between Those 18 <laughs> ones You said back to back Oh okay He
1: said back to back Right you, Right Listen oh, okay, gotcha. you, you need can't, to see the niggas Okay There <laughs> wasn't enough Of the niggas there He needed to be able To see them all And all of their glory Cause they was out And about And at the place To be on Saturday Like <laughs> Like drug deals Was happening And everything It was like for some, that's lit, I don't... It's not...
0: Right. Hey. Hey. I'm not knocking <laughs> a drug <drink> deal. <laughs> I'm just not participating in it. But yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a great weekend. It really, really was. I I've, I've successfully made it through one year in Atlanta. Today hey. makes day one of the new year. Come so. on. Come on. Year two. Listen.
2: Ugh.
0: Listen. Yes. Right. So clearly you guys know you're listening to this on Monday. Because... <laughs> It, that would. That's the only way it could be day one Following after Sundays. <laughs> but you'll be listening to this on day two So there we go There it is And yeah The the new year in Atlanta has begun So let's see I actually wrote an article about my experience too And I posted it to my website So if you guys want to check it out That is we wearetlm.com W-E-A-R-E-T-L-M dot com and I posted it for any of you, no matter where you are in the world, who are going through any struggles and need some motivation to let you know that you can do it. My journey here has been blessed filled, but it's also had a lot of down moments. But I'm still striving, still working towards my goals and my dreams. So if you want to read it, get some motivation, please do so. So yeah. So if that being said, mm-hmm. the next thing we want to talk about is our culture of pop. So let's get into culture of pop. And uh, a lot of that has to do with good old Coachella Yes, come on coach (laughs) So I guess we can start with Baychella We can Okay, so how did you feel about it? We had a chance to talk about it a little bit on our live on Instagram We did
1: Okay, so interestingly enough Originally, well as y'all know I'm not the huge Beyonce fan, that's Mm -hmm. one Right, but two when it was like you know what time she performing they were like oh, 11 or whatever so I was like okay well Eastern time that's like two o'clock right. so I wouldn't be up normally to be able to watch that <laughs> like I don't it, it's nobody that I want to see perform at two o'clock in the morning and that's then Raven, and then Raven was like well if it was eleven I'm no I'm still late. <laughs> I want you to be ending at eleven like,
0: I'm ready to go home okay. <laughs> I mean, you should have started at like seven o'clock. I don't understand. Understandable. That's an understandable time to begin. Well, I mean, but keep in mind, it was a festival, so it was going on at seven. It just the the, the final. I actually didn't come on until eleven. It's still late. <laughs>
1: like, she couldn't have started at nine. Like, But anyway, so we—I didn't see it, and Raven didn't see it either on Saturday because mm-hmm. I was out uh, bopping in the city. Mm-hmm. And so then we watched it Sunday when I came over Raven's place because it. Uh, the recast or the repeat, I don't know what you call it. I wanna call it like a rerun. I don't know. But it came on again. And so we watched it. Ray was supposed to be shaving his head, but he's just like, I'm just gonna sit here and right. got caught up in the magic of it. <laughs> but I thoroughly enjoyed it. I, I really enjoyed it really too. Did. I was like, you better go ahead. Yeah. I, I wish I, it was a little a bit lot. of the earlier Beyonce, a little bit more, but
0: she did that for her audience and they loved it. And if it would have been a little bit more of earlier Beyonce, my response to the concert would have been different. So there we go. I <laughs> can't stand you. I would have had a lot of time to shave my head. It's like, okay, Brandon, call me once she gets a little further ahead in her career. Thanks. <laughs> Whatever. Call, call me a little after B-Day and then I'll be there. Thanks. Because I'm here for B-Day. It used to be my favorite album by her. But the further she went along, like I told you, Beyonce and Four are my two favorites. When she gets a little bit into the Destiny's Child stuff, I begin to get a little disinterested. So,
1: <laughs> I love Destiny's Child Beyonce. It's my fave Beyonce, mm-hmm. like the one that's singing over bitches. That's my fave. <laughs> I love her. Like I need more of her in my life. Listen,
0: I-, I was here for I was here for so many of the things that made the performance itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, Like lift every voice and sing. I was here for her love for uh, HBCUs Mm -hmm. all of these things that beautiful outfit she had to begin where she swung around with that cape Mm -hmm. the whole uh, Egyptian situation she had that was going on that was Egyptian, right? I'm thinking about (laughs) I'm thinking about her headdress that she had on that's the main thing. I keep seeing it was like kind of a Cleopatra type situation Uh, But yeah, so that was beautiful. Just everything about it was so blackety black was. and it made me feel good like oh it was so she inspiring black history, she was she was proving to you that it exists beyond february hey! come on listen
1: <laughs> if i can't say a word i'm gonna wave my hands
0: do you hear me do you hear me his whole body felt that just now his whole body <laughs> hey, man <laughs> But yeah, yeah, I can't think of a moment during it that I wasn't interested.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I I can shade anybody any day, all day long. But, Indeed. But the performance absolutely was like phenomenal from top to bottom. Like she clearly is the hardest working, one of the hardest working yeah. out here. She clearly yes. takes her time. They clearly was doing 11 hour rehearsals for a reason, and right it paid off. yeah so.
0: and the fact that our listeners know that we're not a part of the beehive and at saying all. all this says you should have seen that concert <laughs> absolutely. so okay your your girl uh Cardi was there. Was and she uh, he looks so happy y'all <laughs> he Look at her. you can hear his smile and what he's saying Aww. right now
1: <laughs> I just that's loving hip-hop done right. ha. <laughs> ah! I just...
3: I dropped everything. You have, like, this show in, like, four different
1: cities. <laughs> With all of these singers and rappers, but only one person has made it. <laughs> it's legit, like, Cardi and then K-Michelle. And then everybody else. And it's and I love K. Mm-hmm. Love her. Mm-hmm. But Cardi, there's a... Between the fame and the... There's a... Listen, it's a gap. <laughs> it's a gap, okay? <laughs> I
3: just...
1: But I was happy to see her. She paid homage to TLC, looking like Left Eye. Mm-hmm. She was there twerking and all with that baby. I was like, "You better do it. <laughs> Show us how you was doing at the strip club. I love it.
0: <laughs> love it." <laughs> okay, so we, we both had our our great Coachella moments. So yes. <laughs> and to bring uh to bring culture of pop to an end, we're coming towards the final episode of Scandal. This Thursday is the very last episode. I'm a little sad. Yeah, it's getting there for me finally. A
1: few weeks ago, I was not sad. I was like, let's go. Let's go. (laughs) When they first announced this was the final season, I was like, thank you, God.
0: Yeah, really? Well, no, no, no. You know I agree with you. Yeah. Yeah, I felt like last season should have been the last one, but yeah.
3: Listen.
1: (laughs) We really could have ended it a while ago, but it's fine. But now it's finally here, and I'm like, oh, Yeah. Because, like, Scandal Legit, for a minute, was, like, a moment. Absolutely. Like, absolutely. season's, like, season two, really, like, all of season two was, like, you couldn't escape it. Yeah. Was yeah. definitely, like, yeah defined, redefined, like, this whole live tweeting and everything. They oh, absolutely. They are like, trailblazers. They are. They are. In that, not necessarily feel, but you know what I'm saying, that area or whatever. Yeah. So, I will miss it. I've been watching last week. I was like, it's only one episode left, and it's only an hour we're really not we're gonna be able to wrap up everything we need to do in like 42 minutes that's when we're gonna be able to i still think olivia's gonna get her happy ending but but we'll
0: see the way that this episode from last week showed i wouldn't be surprised if she gets a happy ending because they're moving it more toward she's not going to get her come up comeuppance because there's no reason they're they're attempting to put the white hat back on her again so I'm like, eh.
1: Right? Because you had to be this villain for how long? <laughs> and then you're like, well, let's redeem her real quick so right. still, which I knew Sean would going to give go a happy ending. I mm-hmm.
3: told
0: you. I <laughs> Well, the cool thing about this Thursday is that Brandon will be back up here in the studio. I will. And we're actually going to get to watch the finale together. And then this is also when we're going to be going live. So we're going to be going live in uh, what three hours before the finale because we go live at, at so, seven p.m. So two hours, two hours. Well, now, three hours, 10. but then we, yeah, I'm thinking
1: that we're going to be on. Oh right, five we, an hour, yeah, so.
0: yeah. So we'll Whatever. end as TGIT is starting. Yeah, yeah. So we end at eight o'clock. TGIT goes through. And then, if Brandon's still here, we're actually going to go live to talk about the finale of Scandal. So you guys will want to join us again. We probably won't simulcast again no. here at, right? We won't we're going to be, gonna doing be that, right. We're going to be rest sure on right to the point. Look out, right? For where we go live, we're going to choose one of those three places <laughs> exactly. between Facebook, IG, and YouTube. We'll get live again on one of them, and then you'll be able to see it. Uh, I don't know what's happening behind us right now. <laughs> I'm really
1: excited though, because I feel like everybody is going to tune in to this final episode. I feel like it's going to be one of those things, like folks who haven't watched in forever. Yeah. To we'll see how to see how it ends.
0: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I'm I'm here for it. I'm here for it. So I look forward to being able to talk to you guys about it as well. So uh what is happening? <laughs> there's so many different things. I feel like there's a spirit that's in the studio right now. <laughs> what you got going on? Keep it over there. <laughs> My phone just changed from the notes to a totally different page. <laughs> the television just did something without anybody touching it. I'm like, what's happening? This is, I don't know what you got in here. <laughs> okay. So make sure you guys are listening to us on THS Podcast, as well as using the hashtags THS Podcast and Let's Get Healed whenever you're talking about the show on social media. Now... If you're watching us on IG this past Sunday, you heard us talk about some news we had to share with all of you guys. So take a moment to listen to that now. And on the other side will be my interview with Sean J. Moore. Let's get it. Peace, Misfits. So BHW and I want THS to be a fully interactive experience. So we've created the Misfit of the Month.
1: Every month starting in June, we'll highlight one misfit who supports the healing space. We'll promote you in your business if you have one on social media weekly. At the end of the month, we'll bring you onto the show as well.
0: Here's how it works. You'll need to make sure you're subscribed to at least two platforms. If you have an iPhone, Apple Podcasts would be one of them. If you have an Android, Google Play Music will be one of them. You'll need to screenshot your subscription as proof. Then, you'll need to post, repost, share the most current episode of THS every week during the month of May.
1: Once we've verified that you subscribed and have posted, reposted, each episode for the previous month, we'll begin highlighting you via social media each week in June. Then you'll join us in the last episode of the month. It all officially begins with this
0: episode. We're building a community with THS. This provides us a chance to create balance. You highlight us, and in turn, we highlight you we all rise higher together. Let's have fun with this. And now, back to the show. So, my guest today is a photographer, a graphic designer, a PhD student, and of course, the host of the Mindful Rubble podcast everyone welcome mr sean moore to the healing space welcome sir
2: thank you thank you i'm excited to be on the show and uh thank you for the invite uh yeah yeah i'm excited to continue our dialogue and our discussion
0: listen listen (laughs) i was honored to be a guest on the mindful rebel and dude like when i say it was one of the best interviews i have ever had this brother asked so many great questions and led to such a good conversation. Thank you for inviting me to be on there. Of course, of yeah. course. Thank you. Yeah. And, and
2: again, like I always say, thank you for your transparency. That's what, you know, I think there's a dynamic between an interviewer and interviewee that, that it's chemistry. So thank you for, for, for being transparent.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, I could go on and on. But anyway, <laughs> okay. So the first thing I wanted to ask you is the idea for the Mindful rubble. where was that birthed from?
2: Sure. So, um... I've always had this this thought about like what my output is, and so um, I'm a graphic designer. Yes, I'm a photographer, but I'm also an educator. And part of what I'm doing, I'm working on my PhD in educational leadership. And I'm always try to think about how can I have an authentic output into the field. Um, and I have my foot in these different career fields, whether it's education or whether it's being a creative. And I wanted to figure out what that would look like. You know, am I going to be a researcher? Am, am I going to you know write books and I had to figure out how I could ha- add the creative piece to that. Yeah. Um, and one of the things I learned just in, and I'll probably talk about this later too, is that, you know, there's a book that I love called strength finders and it gives you your top five strength. And one of my pieces is, is really being, um, valuing relationships and, and connectedness. And so the podcast kind of gave me that authentic way to kind of reach out and do that and have conversations with people. One around, um, like-minded topics, um, and, and to kind of helping me figure out what my creative output is going to be in terms of leadership, in terms of education, to be able to do that leadership. is I always consider myself a student of leadership. And so this gave me the opportunity to do that and, and approach each interview as an opportunity to learn from someone else, um, in a way. Plus, I mean, I'm, I'm a textbook, uh, introvert, <laughs> so <laughs> it provides me a space to interact with people in an authentic way that, um, you know, to be out at a networking event, that's something that wouldn't be um, easy for me, but to be able to sit and say, well, let's talk about this topic yeah. or let's dive into a conversation about this. It made it come from it, it came from a place of, of comfort, but um, a natural output. OK, so
0: first of all, I love when people help me to flow into my next question, because yeah. <laughs> this one is one that I didn't actually have written down. It was organic based off what you're saying. As an introvert, which I didn't know you were yes, yeah, so that's perfect, that yeah. perfect lead in. Mm-hmm. As an introvert, what has this journey been like for you to have a podcast and having to interact with people like this? What has it done for you to get to make you more comfortable?
2: It's provided me a space to be more confident in what I bring to the table. Okay. Um, it provi- it's provided me a space to understand that there's some value in what I do. Because mm-hmm. um, I think sometimes, as someone who creates, I'm sure you know that, and, and having that feeling that sometimes you question what you create. You know, does this make sense? Is is there a space in the world for this? Um, is anybody listening? Those mm-hmm. kind of things. You, you have those natural <laughs> questions. And so to to understand that there's... There's an ear out there that wants to talk about leadership from a black lens that the want to dive in and talk to folks who who um, may not necessarily you have a podcast and we've had opportunity but some of my guests don't necessarily have that kind of platform to be able to talk about the work that they do. Um, It provides me a space to kind of highlight and shine light on people in the community or work in the community that might not necessarily have that. Right. Um, so it's given me an opportunity to feel more comfortable and confident to be able to say I have a voice, even though I'm talking about talking to other people, it still provides me a space to feel like I actually have a voice and that it, it makes sense um, in the community. So it's it's done, done a world of wonders um, for that, to be able to, to to have this kind of output and it feels organic. I think that's one of the things that's been really important. Um, In my own personal journey is like figuring out what's organic for me. And, you know, we talked about this, talking about yoga and this whole concept of um, staying and minding your own mat. Yeah, I And mean, sometimes being a student, you know, you understand that, like, you might be in class and you're paying attention to, like, oh, well, they're doing dancers' pose really well and I'm right. I, and I'm falling out of it. Um, but that's one of the things I've taken away from my yoga practice is really to kind of pay attention to what you're doing and focus on that. Absolutely. Um, to be the best in your space. And the, the podcast has kind of given me the opportunity to do that. hmm
0: yeah. mm-hmm. yeah. And it, it's good to understand that, you know? Like I was saying to you, you show up to your mat differently each time. Mm-hmm. Understand that about your podcast. Yeah. You know? That's it's going to do you a huge disservice if you are looking at someone else's podcast yeah. and assuming that you should be flowing the way that they're flowing. Yeah. Yeah. Your flow is specifically yours for a reason, you know? Very
2: true, very true. Um. <laughs> but that even came for me out of, out of um, you know, what folks are doing. I think as an educator, I've looked, you know, you'll see on Facebook or LinkedIn or all these other social media sites will this person is doing presentations at this school and this person is flying out and this person is doing research here. And I kind of almost said imposter syndrome like, I'm not doing that. Well, damn, what the hell should I be doing? Or how, what does this look like for me? And so it's, it's, it's made me kind of address those questions and say, well, this is for me and this is the lane for me. Um, How can I be the best in this particular lane and not necessarily be, there's a constant. So I'm reading a book called relentless and it talks a lot about um, being better than, and, and that's a problem that I kind of have, um, that's something I have a problem with in thinking in terms of being better versus being unique. And, you know, in terms of branding, that's what what a lot of branding is, yes. that looking at companies from a space of being unique and not necessarily being better than. And that's one of the things that I've been um, trying to keep at the forefront in how I navigate and how I show up in spaces is that how can I be unique from the next person and not necessarily be better than, because I think being better than starts to be a dangerous conversation yeah yeah um, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> our
0: competition should always be us yes you know yes. it shouldn't
2: be other people right
0: we're traveling on our lane yes. you know it's like okay make sure that you're good when you're going down your lane looking over at other people you start veering mm-hmm. and that's how crashes happen yeah. so yeah no stay stay the course absolutely okay so you are an educator mm-hmm. you are a graphic designer you're a podcast host you you have several hats mm-hmm. With these hats that you wear, <laughs> how does healing find its way to each of those areas of your life? Hmm.
2: To be honest, that's that's a space where I'm figuring it out. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I you know there are people that you identify out that, that are kind of traveling similar journeys that you are. And one of my best friends, she's one of those folks that our, our journeys are pretty similar in terms of us, you know, being educators and then being in a PhD program at the same time. And then we all kind of have our side projects that we're working on. And it's just finding a place of balance and making sure that you're taking that time out to pour back into, into what it is that you're doing. Right. Especially being in a a space, you know, as an educator that, you know, in, in that work, you are pouring into other people. And sometimes you have to make sure that there's a, no matter where that comes from, a level of pouring back into yourself so that you are not completely empty absolutely you're doing absolutely so with that i've been trying to find a balance and figure out what that looks like and you know i've been consistently doing yoga for maybe about three months and then prior to that it was doing some boxing um but it's trying to figure out what what is going to be what is going to be important for me and help me kind of recharge right um and 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 that's a consistent journey of figuring that out because i i don't always know the answers yeah you know, yeah sometimes it's like you know what this isn't you know i was just talking to my best friend on my drive over here and i was like you know what i'm gonna take some money out i need to travel and come see you all and you know figuring out like what will will tap into my own reserves so that i can uh recharge and fill back up yes yeah. that's, that's been part of it is figuring it out i think it's it's a it's a, sometimes it, feel, it can feel like it's a moving target um, but the, you know there are certain things that that will help in that and in wearing those multiple hats. Because sometimes you know I know I'm a busybody and I like to keep in motion and um, keep developing, keep creating. But you know in that I have to identify where that can get dangerous and make sure that I'm doing those right things to to recharge myself in that. Right. Yeah.
0: It can be an awesome journey figuring things out. Mm-hmm. Like you know people can get frustrated because they want to get where they want to get. Of it. That, that's listen. Part of it. Listen. That is part of it. And and that's why. Mm. but you know it's not about the
2: destination it's about the journey that quote so that's part of why I phrase things the way I do for the podcast is that it's a it's a podcast about journeys in leadership because part of what I want to talk with my guests about and I think part of what makes the interviews good is, is when my guests are transparent enough to talk about that and not say like Well, you know, I have these accolades and this is my success and this is where I'm at. But it's like, well, how did you get there? Mm -hmm. Um, Because I think there's a commonality when we all see that there are some difficulties across the way. And to see that someone has made it to this particular step or made it to this space in their life while, you know, overcoming these particular adversities, I think there's some there's some uh, ability in us to to find some common ground there. And mm-hmm. so that's one of the things that the podcast has done for me as well is to understand that, wow, I'm reaching out to folks online that I see that are in this particular space, um, that have this level of success, no matter how that's defined, but understanding in the conversations that there were some hardships there. And there are some things that universally we're all experiencing, but what about them got them to this next level, helped them get through the journey and you know the discussion is part of that. I think it's important to, to um, be in the moment of the journey as well because that's just as important as the as what the destination is. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: so when the mindful rebel is geared as we've been talking mm-hmm. about towards leadership, mm-hmm. have you found there to be a common thread between the leaders that you've interviewed for the podcast? Any at all?
2: Yes. So, you know, when we were talking in between (laughs) podcast recordings about developing uh, a series within the podcast, I think one of the pieces that I think has been a common thread is that um, many of the leaders have been able to tap into what self-care looks like for them. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think for the folks that I interview, whether it's an educator, whether it's a creative, whether it's an entrepreneur, um, Self-care looks different for all of them, Mm -hmm. but they have a a good grasp on what that looks like for them. Okay. Um, And I think that's been really important. uh, And even in my own, you know, I kind of mentioned that in my podcast that, um, I put the podcast out for out, output, but there's also a therapeutic part to it for me right. where I'm, I'm learning <laughs> in this process. And that's one of the things that's been helpful for me is to learn that, you know, self-care looks different. So, you know, what you might do for self-care works for you. Um, and it's not a one size fits all kind of yeah. kind of concept. And for me, it's been figuring out what that looks like for me and what's authentic for me. Yeah. So I think that's one of the, the themes that kind of goes across the board is that these folks who have been successful no matter what they've gone through um, have started to tap into um, being able to pour into themselves and figuring out what that is.
0: It's so funny you would say that because that's the conversation you and I were having when I was telling you about this podcast. Mm -hmm. And what I love about the healing space is that Brandon and I bring healing from two different Mm -hmm. perspectives. So it's like no matter who you are, you can listen to this and you will hopefully hear yourself. Absolutely. You know, and it's like that's, that's, I'm, I'm so happy to hear you say that as far as uh, the people you've interviewed as far, as far as leadership and the thread that they have, because the stories are always going to be different. Mm-hmm. There are similarities that you can find, Absolutely. definitely, mm-hmm. you know, uh, but it's like one, a, 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 a way that a person heals won't always look the same. And And having conversations with people Offline about the podcast And the things they've shared with us I've been caught off guard by some of the things Because I'm assuming it's going to be An interview that we're conducting Mm. But it's actually something we talked about In our culture of pop so they'll be like, you know what? I watched an episode of that show and y'all were talking about it. And that made me feel good because that was the healing that I needed. Mm. And I'm like, that's pretty awesome. That's pretty, because I never saw that coming. We talk about it because it was healing for us. Mm-hmm. Watching these shows helps in our healing. But never in my mind am I thinking to myself, that's the thing going to have you turn and look at an episode and be like, wow, that really helped me out.
2: That's that's real. That's yeah. Real. And I think with pop culture being so important and so relevant, it's great that that becomes a resource for that to be able to to tap into. Another thing that I picked up, and I'm, I, as I'm, my mind as my gears are going, right, <laughs> another common thread that I that that I feel like that has emerged from the podcast is that um, sometimes leadership can look like it's a solo type of project. Mm-hmm. Um, and in interviewing most of my guests, I can say I want to say yeah, I want to say most of my guests. Um, it's been real important to hear that it wasn't just them by themselves, that there's been people that have poured into them that have helped, you know, even in talking to you in terms of like your sensei and your sisters that have been helpful, like that everyone, there are people that are pillars in everyone's life that Mm -hmm. has really, that have driven these folks to be better um, or to, to move and grow and and, and tap into who they are as a person. So I think that's been, that's been something because I think, it's easy to kind of get bogged down and like, I'm in this experience by myself. Mm -hmm. Um, And as someone who's growing and navigating too, it's really realized like, it's okay to depend on other people and it's okay to to see or have someone talk to you um, about where you can go or or really pull you to the side and be honest with you and be like, hey, hey, that's not the... Hey, right. <laughs> redirect that, that's not the best. Right. Um, you need that. You need that. And that's that, this whole concept, me you know, my best friend joke about and I hear it and working at Morehouse, I hear it a lot too is that this whole idea of like iron sharpens iron and like having folks around you that um, can help sharpen you and, right. and that's okay because you can't do, you can't navigate To the best of your ability, I feel like by yourself. Right. Yeah. Mm. So
0: okay, what does community look like to you?
3: Hmm.
0: (laughs) Mm. Hmm. Good. You know, I've been waiting. (laughs) It's like
3: (laughs) (laughs) like I'm waiting to be able to ask him a question where he gotta think about it. Like,
0: "Mm." hmm. Yeah.
2: Community. What does community look like? Um, I think for me, community looks like a. Um, I have it. I'm just. I'm trying to right. think of how to, how to word it. Uh, I think community looks like a place of um, safety and belonging, and mm-hmm. I think that's the best. I think that's a, that's the 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 most universal definition I can give a community is safety and belonging, and again, that can be with people, that can be in spaces, that can be. locations that can be in items or objects but something that makes you or someone that makes you feel safe and makes you feel like you belong Um, and I think that's something that's important a concept you know even with people of like thinking of people that you look at as community and what what your concept of community is and who is included in that Mm -hmm. Um, there was an exercise I did with my students was it maybe about two or three weeks ago um, and it was uh, idea of expounding what mentorship is and looking at considering that as like a, a board of directors. Um, and it was interesting to have my students look in and, and really think critically of who they would consider their board of directors or folks that 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 is that they would consider their community that kind of helps pour in and build into them, build them up yeah. um, as men. And so I think that looking at that. The common theme among the folks that they identified were folks that made them feel safe, folks that made them feel like they belonged. Because if they felt safe and if they felt like they belonged, they could actualize and move and navigate in who they are um, intrinsically as a person. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. So that
0: that leads me to a question as far as you and your experiences with community. Mm -hmm. So give me one as a child Mm -hmm. and then one as an adult. When you were younger, when did you feel like you truly found a community, a proper safe space for you as a child. And then as an adult, what has that looked like as far as you personally and have you found a space like that?
2: Sure. So as a kid that was difficult. Um as a kid, you know, I'm, I'm from Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Um I lived in Texas? Um you know I always say I, I grew up in Baltimore um and I'm from Baltimore because I feel like that's where I developed. You know, I was originally born in Texas. But right. Um, you know, my family, we dealt with a lot, you know, I, as a, as a kid, I, we were homeless at certain points and different things like that. We moved quite often. Um, and you know, that's difficult on kids growing up and, and feeling like they have a community or, or a place to attach and, and, and kind of grow. And I felt first felt that in Baltimore. Right. Um, when we kind of, my grandmother lived in um, Baltimore and my mom moved up there and, um, kind of rooted in there for a little bit yeah um and so as a kid uh the first place you know i never felt like i connected with family as much right um but as a kid it it was my friends that i really felt like uh they understood who i was and i didn't have to have any guards up on on who i was and you know i could be as dorky as i wanted to be i could be as gay as i wanted to be i could be just me and not necessarily feel right um pressured around anything and mm-hmm. those are my friends that i met in high school and that kind of continued in the college for the folks that that i'm still friends with now that are the folks that if anything happens those are the people that i go to um and call immediately but those are folks that i felt like were genuinely invested in seeing the best me yeah um and vice versa you know we would sit around and even now um like i said on, on my drive here i would talk to um one of my best friends and i was dr- the whole time here we would just kind of venting about the weekend and how things were going and it's like you know what like these are some things that we could probably do differently and having insight um, to be able to care enough to to have that kind of conversation Um, and so sometimes I think that level of community isn't always with family it can be with folks that that become your family absolutely uh, and become that and so that's been really important it's been difficult since I've been here in Atlanta because um, I haven't necessarily made those kind of roots here and Mm -hmm. so that a lot of that has been uh, digital or via phone or via text message, and I think now I've kind of identified that I've I've relied on that a little bit more. That you know, having a group chat with my best friends right. is really important now because like <laughs> I can't just drive five minutes down the road to go see you guys. Or you know, when they made a visit here in October um, to go to AfroPunk, like that really meant a lot because it was like, wow, I can be around you guys and just kind of. Let my hair down. Right. so it's, it's really trying to tap into that more. And now as an adult, you know, we always talk about growing up in that um, everybody's life is just kind of moving in different directions and really trying to be intentional about keeping those connections that really mean a lot. Because I think as an as you get older, you have to work harder at those connections. And if you can identify that, that's kind of half the battle. Be like, look, we got to slow down and make sure that we do something even if it's twice a year or something like that, we all kind of come together. Right. But I think recently it's been being more intentional about that and, and understanding that like, I am emotionally drained. I am physically drained. Yeah. I need to find the folks, not only, you know, you can do work yourself and and, Absolutely. and, and, you know, meditate and whatever you need to do. Let me read, let me play some video games, whatever your advice is, diving into those things, but finding those folks that, 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 um, Help that, and, and mm-hmm. help pour into you some more. So that's been really important. And making sure, making time for for those folks in those spaces.
0: I I I'm listening to you talk, and I'm mm-hmm. saying to myself, I feel like those of us who you know understand properly pouring into people, mm-hmm. um, and being poured into, that we we need to work on really making it something that we don't just say, mm-hmm. but like really understanding how necessary it is for it to happen. Because we go, and especially for those of us who, you know, we're juggling several things that we're doing, you know, it's like it can kind of get away from us Mm -hmm. and what it is that we're doing that we're not being poured into. Mm -hmm. So we really have to take pausing moments and actually stop and be like, wait, I'm depleted as fuck. Mm -hmm. Like, what's happening right now, Mm -hmm. you know? And like you said prayerfully have that community who's able to do that for you
2: you know and it's funny because you you mentioned earlier like this whole idea of like being the walking dead like you you can see people that are like that that it's yeah. like you have poured so much out that you are just in motion yeah. like and there's nothing there <laughs> and i and i know i can you know being transparent i've been in spaces like that where i've like and it's scary because when you think about educators, like in being in the spaces that I've been in, like you can look at folks who are like in education or folks that have these kind of service related or servant related positions Yeah, and you can be like, I see why you're like, because you are constantly pouring out Absolutely. and you are not putting you're not being replenished. Yourself. Yeah, And then you see where you, you've seen like teachers or, or professors that um, at one point were really good, but at some point now that like there's a diminish in their qualities because mm-hmm at a certain point, you can't give the way in which you need to. Yeah. You can't show up in spaces the way you need to because you haven't done the work, you know, on the back end to pour back into yourself. And so, yeah, it, it, it can be a day. I see, I mean, I see with my colleagues. It's people that I'm like, you need to take a day off. Like, lit, come on. Like, I, I know, like, you know, I know Thing like, I don't care if you ain't got the money to do any, take a day off and just sit at home. I was about just, to say, mental health days are real. Yeah, yeah, Listen, yeah.
0: And I'm less, your ass and less down. ashamed to take those. Like, right. I'm like, you know what,
2: I'm not, I'll, I'll, Call, text my boss, like, I can't come in. I just can't today. Come on. Like, I can't. I just, I'm not going to be any good to you. I'm not right. going to be good to any of the students that come see me. I'm not. I just can't today. And that's okay. Right. It's okay to be okay uh, in those kind of spaces. And sometimes we, we we get built up to feel guilty about that. Yes. Um, yes. Yes. Yeah.
0: But if I'm gone, you'll just replace me. Right. right. Let's right. be, let's be you real clear. Understand
2: especially for folks like that work like if you're not an entrepreneur you're not working for yourself and you're in these places spaces where you're working for organizations right they are going to get what they need to get out of you come on they are going to get it no matter what it <laughs> no takes no matter what so, you know you taking a day off the building's not going to crumble so take a day off Refocus, recharge, right. and then refocus, and, and then, then go back there out. There we go. go and yes, you got to do, <laughs> and I, you got to you got to think like that. All these schools I worked at, I'm like, you know what? This school is not going to shut down if I take a day off. Right. This client that I'm doing graphic design work, they are not going to die if I tell them I'll respond to your email in another business day. Give me a sec, because I know that my output, whether it's for students, whether it's for a client and their logo, yeah, um, you know, whether it's for something photography related. Um, whether it's for school, you know, I, I let me come out on the, the next day a different in a different space. And right. I guarantee you I'll attack it differently. Yeah. Um, and that's one of the I've been more transparent. with My professors in terms of, you know, this Ph.D. program about that. It's like I see what the assignment is. I see what the due date is. Life is happening. Hold tight for a second. Yeah, you're going to get it. And you know, they are responsive to that because they know. So it's it's you know. You gotta be, oh, you gotta. The first thing is to just say that there's a problem, say that Absolutely. I need the time. Yeah. Because um, the world will get what they need to get out of you if you don't stop. If you don't stop, drain you lifeless. Yeah. <laughs> <Like. Yeah. laughs> Leave you
0: with nothing left. That's a whole
2: nother episode. Yeah. <laughs> um,
0: <but laughs> okay, so back to leadership for a second. Mm. Talk to me about someone in your life, at any point in time, could have been when you were younger, could be where you are now, a leader who has made a deep impact in your life.
2: Sure. So the person that I always go back to, and he's the reason why I'm in this field of education now. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I was in, uh, for undergrad, I went to Bowie State University for mm-hmm. undergrad, um, and I worked, you know... I. Initially, I wanted to be my my bachelor's degree is in communications, and so I wanted to be like an entertainment publicist, right? Do PR for celebrities mm-hmm. and all that. That's what I wanted to do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so with that, you know, I you know, I did things on campus. I was the the nerdy guy on campus. I was an SGA all four years, and that's where I met the friends that I'm I still have in my circle now mm-hmm. um and in that you know I had a job on campus I worked um as one of the building managers for our gym on campus and my supervisor he was the person that poured into me I'm a first generation college student things I just didn't know about the process um just having a space to come in his office and be like look and he like closed the door and just to be able to vent and talk about like man this is stressful I don't know what I'm gonna do I don't think I should be here I don't you know all those those uh doubtful things that kind of go into your head when you're in a space that you've never navigated before right he was the person that uh provided that space to talk and in terms of community in terms of that safety to be able to kind of talk about some vulnerable things he provided that and you know gave really great advice from a place where it didn't feel like someone was preaching to me or somebody was just like oh you know that's wrong you shouldn't do that but it was very conversational and i left out Feeling Like I was in a much better place. Right. And that was from a place that like he runs a gym, like who, you know, in my mind, I'm like, who would expect I'm getting advice from a gym manager who runs intramural sports. But that was the person that poured into me the most out of any professor, any administrator, anybody right. on campus. Um, this jockey guy who, you know, I'm completely not into sports or anything like that, right. poured the <laughs> most into me Um in probably one of my some of my most um, important developmental years and so he was the reason why I ended up switching career fields and wanted to work in student affairs because wow. um yeah because he I wanted to be that for other yeah, students yeah, yeah. Uh, and so that he would be the person that 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 poured that much in, into me to be in a place where you know to be a first-generation college student, your parents don't know what's going on. And, you know, I can call my mom and be like, Mom, I don't think I have enough financial aid. She's like, oh, okay, baby, you'll figure it out. You know, you always do. And it's like, no, I was really calling for something. You know what I mean? <laughs> but, but from that, you know, then I could be upset. But now looking back, she just didn't have a frame of reference. Right. She's never, you know, so those are the kind of things. But, but to have someone that, that was able to kind of give me some sage advice around certain things. Um, should I get involved in these clubs? What is this going to do for me? Yeah. I'm looking for at master's programs. What do I need to do? I'm scared that I'm about to graduate. He was the person that was there to have those kind of conversations. And it's funny because, um, he stayed that person even after I was fired from the gym. So I, in that position, I was fired. Right. You know what I mean, um, <laughs> but even after that, he still is someone that, that was there for me in that space. And even now, I think, was it last year that I went back to Baltimore, um, when I got together with all my friends from college, he actually is funny because um, now because he still works in the field. We're like colleagues. Now. Right. And so he came over to my best friend's place and we were all just kicking it and um, talking uh, and still in a space that that when it doesn't feel like he's giving advice or direction, he still is mm-hmm. in a way. And so that's always been really important. So, yeah. Shout out to Sean Lamb. He's he's. He's and his hit. name's Sean, too, what? That's hilarious.
0: But I loved hearing that as far as he he shifted your course as far as your passion and what you wanted to get into. Yep. I love hearing stories like that because I feel like that really shows the impact the person can have on yep. your life. When it was so deep that it changes the idea of who and what you thought you were going to be.
2: Exactly, you know? exactly. It tapped into something I was like. I mean entertainment public. It, what, was, what was I trying to do that for? Right. Sound. I was trying to do it because it sounds fun. Right. But is that really my purpose? And is that really what I want to walk in, What I'm trying to walk into. Exactly. And so to have that and be like, you know what? Maybe I need to look at, you know, at this other piece. I wanted to get an entertainment public because I wanted essentially I wanted to help people. Yeah. And I think one of the things that I can I think comes out of the work that I do is that I want to help people be their um uh, their their best selves, right? Like help them self-actualize and walk in who they are. And I was like, you know, from a publicist perspective, that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to help people um, market themselves, sell themselves, um, get the best exposure that they needed to get. Um, but I still do the same thing in education. It's like right. really helping people figure out who they are and how to navigate in the space that they need to be in uh, to be their best selves. And whatever that looks like, whatever best means for them or whatever um, that concept means for them, I want to help them figure that out and walk that road. So right. I, he tapped into it in a way that made me... Really figure that out and then kind of change course to, to, to walk down the right path. Yeah. No. And,
0: and speaking from his perspective, because I had someone, had that happen with someone before, it's an amazing experience to know that you can make that kind of impact simply by being you. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. uh, as a light coach, I actually had a young sister. Or I'll say she's a young sister. She's not that far in age from me, but um, <laughs> this sister was coming to me for probably half a year having sessions with me. Mm. And when it was all said and done, it got to a point where the direction she was going in with her life completely shifted and she wanted to become a light coach as well. And it was because of the impact I made on her life. She said, i made such an impact that she wants to be able to give that kind of light to somebody else. So she's created her own company and everything. Wow, yeah. Her motivationals are like off the hook like. And I sit there and I'm like, "Wow, you never you never really understand. And it's kind of a good thing that you don't, yeah, you know? Yeah. It's a good thing that, because you're walking your purpose." Right. That's all. You're walking your purpose. And I think so you you're... get
2: those those affirmations around that at the right time, Yes. Right? Like at a time in which like for someone again that pours into other people at a point where you might feel depleted. So I had a yeah. student come to me Um, just randomly, you know, I do one-on-ones with my staff members and and things like that. And I had a student come to me, he was like, you know, as small as it sounded, you walked by me and you asked me, was I okay? And in asking me that no one ever asked me, was I okay? And you asking me, was I okay? Um, (laughs) Changed how I was thinking about what I was going to do that day. Yeah. To a point that, you know, he, he's at a space where he's about to graduate and he's trying to make decisions and he wasn't sure if he was make, in the right headspace to make the right decisions. Right. And he said, I, and I remember when he said that because I remember I was walking back to one of the other academic buildings. I saw him outside and I was like, hey, what's up? You okay? And he was like, yeah, I'm fine. And he was like, it caused him to stop and slow down that day to figure mm. some things out the right way. And it's mm. one of those things, like you said, it, it it can be the smallest interaction that really makes a difference for someone. And I was like, well, I just was asking, you know, in my mind, I'm like, just, you know, and I'm from a sincere place. I don't say, right. you know, are you okay just to say it? You know, I really want to know, but I didn't realize that saying something like that was going to be, what well, was going to be something that really make you think about the course you're about to take in terms of which school grad school you're going to, um, you're going to take or accept the offer from, so it's 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 it, But that was at a, also at a point where I was like, you know, you get in a space where you're questioning what you're doing. And absolutely. I like, OK, it's, it's someone is 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 receptive. Someone is getting something from you being in these spaces. And so, yeah, that can always be uh, be a, a good reminder yeah. of, of the work that you're doing. Absolutely,
0: absolutely. Okay, so talk to the Misfits about the Black Panther syllabus. Break that down to us.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's great to talk about that. Um, So the Black Panther syllabus was uh, a dope concept. So in the past, there's been, there's there's this movement of hashtag syllabus, syllabi, right, um, (laughs) that's going on. And it started with um, the Lemonade syllabus that came out a few years ago, um, in which you know, I love this whole... And that's one of the things I like about your podcast, too, is that, you know, again, it's this mesh of, like, pop culture and development, right? And mm-hmm. I think that is the 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 ultimate goal of the, the syllabi that are coming out of this... Um, things that are going on in society. And that's what the Lemonade Syllabus did. There's a Seat at the Table Syllabus. Um, and the last one that I saw that was really impactful for me was the 444 Syllabus mm-hmm. for Jay-Z's album. Um, and so I was like, I want to do something like this because I... like. I'm a pop culture junkie, right? <laughs> and, you know I, mean? an and I, I think it's a great mesh. And so, you know, Black Panther, I felt like was a, was the right opportunity and the right time to do that. And yeah. So I, I had a colleague reach out to me. Um, his name's um, Dr. Brandon Jones, and I um, ended up meeting him. It was off of Twitter, just a random like, "Hey, we need to collaborate on something. I see the work that you do, and we, we're on similar paths. Let's you know stay connected." And you know. I'll, Again, as an introvert, that's my way of networking. It's like, right. yes, yeah, <laughs> so let's connect. That's great. Um, and so, you know, we exchanged emails, and we just emailed each other off and on, just saying, like, seeing how things were going. And then um, he's like, I have an idea for something. And he's like, I'm a, he sent it on Twitter, and he messaged me, um, he emailed me. Mm-hmm. And in that email, he was like, I'm thinking about the idea of doing a syllabus, and I think Black Panther would be a good idea. And I was like, the crazy part is, I was thinking the exact same thing. Right. Um, and so we just kind of sent the call out for resources, and um the response was all we had a, over 150 um resources submitted for the syllabus yeah. and you put it all together and, and, and put it out Awesome, but it was great because i think it's one of those things that 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 taps into the power of social media and looking at um one to- touching on topics that are really important to folks and you know this whole idea of representation it's not a new idea but the fact that that there are more um influential, impactful levels of, 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 representation happening, particularly with Black Panther. Yeah. Utilizing that momentum to really talk about some, some topics. And I think the syllabus was great because we were able to harness, you know, information about like, um, black, black folks in STEM, you know, which is a topic that, you know, we're in STEM, but we don't necessarily, we don't see our stories like thing like hidden figures. Right. Um, and, um, you know, thinking about, um, women's rep, black women and their representation in the media and, um, other levels, you know, thinking about, you know, one of the topics that we talked about in the syllabus was um, co opting of culture and what that looks like, the whole idea of culture vulture. Um, and so to be able to harness in and see what people um, are reading and see what people are reviewing to help talk about these topics, it was a great opportunity to build a sense of community um, around that, something that was um, developmental and academically focused. So it was cool. Um, yeah, I, I'm enjoying it. The reception has been really great. So yeah. it, it was good to put out something that, that that I feel like people are going to utilize and we get people hitting us up like, Hey, can we teach a class around this? I was about to
0: say, well, like when I say it seems <laughs> necessary as hell, like <laughs> I was like, this is awesome. There's no way I wasn't going to talk about this on the podcast. Like, no, this, this definitely needs to go
2: out, but that's the thing. And you know, the the, the great part about it is I'm, I'm excited, not because it's being picked up, but i But, you know, if one person reached out and said they got something from it, that would have been great because it's it's providing a the goal was to provide an educational tool for folks to utilize. And so, you know, um, someone hit me up and was like, hey, you mind if we teach a class on this? i are like, you know, what do we need to do? I was like, it's up to you. It's a free resource. All we did was curate it. We put it together in a nice package and put it out there. But, you know, however folks can utilize it, that's what that's what's really important um, to kind of continue the dialogue. I know the film was important for me and to see, you know, what that meant and to see that it's still bright. I just think checking the phone, it's like the, it, now the highest grossing superhero movie of all time. Absolutely. Yeah, so like this, <laughs> that it's still making moves. To be able to contribute into that conversation in some sort of way was great. Yeah. That. Yeah.
0: Okay, so the last question I'm going to ask mm-hmm. you, well, technically the last question. Um, <laughs> at the end of the day, when you feel depleted, when you feel drained... When you feel like you're beginning to tap on the door of that walking dead. (laughs) What is your ultimate way of healing?
2: Ultimate way of healing.
0: Is there just one? There may be two that are just as equally important.
2: (laughs) But you know what? I think, and and it's crazy because in this conversation, I think I'm thinking more about what it is and and thinking around what got me excited in the last few weeks. I think it is... um, I say I'm a pop culture junkie. I like right. reality TV. Part of that is that. It's like tapping into things that um that excite me to talk about. And I think that's part of this whole, my initial interest into like being an entertainment publicist and things yeah. like that. I like tapping into pop culture. Like I like reading blogs and going into that. And that kind of recharges me and gets me into a, a good space. Yeah. So I think that's probably why the, the syllabus was so important to me because it felt like work, but then it didn't feel like work because it was like, I can talk nerdy and talk pop culture all at the same time. Right, <laughs> so I think it's definitely that to be able to kind of uh, to tap into watching like Married to Medicine or like Love and Hip Hop or those kind of things to, to kind of help me recharge and like the day is really heavy. Let me go over here and just watch something or let me listen right. to something or let me check into something else that... It's not my life, but I can check in and see what's going on elsewhere. Absolutely. So that's been really important. And I'm, I'm a gamer too, so that video game. Okay,
0: so literally everything you're saying is just my life right now. <laughs> <laughs> everything you're saying. Yeah. I'm listening. I'm like, pop culture, check. Yeah. Yeah. Gaming, check. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> These are all things that, listen, I can Netflix and Hulu all day. Yeah, yeah. Nice and healed. Do you hear me? And <laughs> yeah, You know, some of the
2: people are like, you don't go out, go anywhere? No, nope, I'm fine. come on on. come on i'm I'm good let me get a nice meal in front of me and listen relax i'm good i'm good (laughs) find me a nice show to binge yeah i'm good i'm good (laughs) but i think you know even in our conversation i think it helped me figure that out that like i i think diving into pop culture stuff um and figuring out how to have a dialogue around it's it's important and i think that helps me uh kind of cope and look at like Sometimes, in the work that I do, in terms of, like, particularly on the education side, it can be kind of heavy. Right. Um, And so, I think pop culture helps lighten that up. Gaming helps lighten that up. And that helps give me... One, I can do that by myself. I can watch blogs. I can watch, you know, TV. I can game... so that helps me. I think that's that's yeah. You kind of helped me figure that out. Right. Talking See to it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. See that's, that's the healing spaces for. It right is. There. It is. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. So if the misfits would like to walk with you, mm-hmm. where would they be able to walk with you? Find out more about the mindful rebel, the Black Panther syllabus. How could they do that?
2: Sure. So it's all on my website. Um, it's Uh So it's all there. Or you can follow me on Twitter or IG at seanj_morr um, yeah, yeah everything's there is a link to everything that 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 whether it's the podcast whether it's what i do as an educator or creative and the black panther syllabus has its own tab so if you're interested download it review it share it with folks mm-hmm. yeah so you guys make sure that you are
0: supporting this brother that you're showing up <laughs> that's <laughs> what we're supposed to do for all of us who are out here doing our thing thank you so much for coming to the healing space Hopefully you were able to heal a little bit. Uh, hey, like, listen, I want to see your presence.
2: I'm getting healed. So I appreciate, oh, thank um, you. Uh, again, having the opportunity to be on your platform and sharing this space with you. So thank you. Definitely.
0: And, mm-hmm. and just for the record, this won't be the last time. And it won't. It won't. <laughs> it won't. There'll be an
2: episode on you know, my podcast, an episode on yours, but there, I, I, I can feel that there will be some continued dialogue and, and uh yeah, I feel like something great's going, going to yield from that. So, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Thank you so
0: much. Okay, misfits, it is now time for good news. And now it is time for good news. Okay, so this coming Thursday, and we, we've decided that this is going to be our good news together. Exactly. <laughs> Our good news coming up is going to all be about us going live simulcasting for the very first time across Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. They're not ready.
1: They're not ready. (laughs) No. Uh, listen, not ready. I just want I'm to see saying. how long you can hold it. <laughs> I haven't been practicing, so I'm sorry.
0: Listen, you're supposed to be prepared at all times.
1: Because when you stay ready, you don't have to get ready. Come on. As as it, be ever ready.
0: Yes. Listen.
1: Be ever wonderful. <laughs> earth, wind, and fire. Wait Come a on. minute. Wait. Come Wait. on. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: so,
0: um... That's a jam. Don't <laughs> <Isn't laughs> you of course? So I didn't mean to laugh I at the elements. Okay. Okay. Okay, sir we do. <laughs> You just make me think about past episodes We've had where you have certain decades you skip over <laughs> as far as who you're into <laughs> So I'm like wait a minute he's on earth wind and fire right now, but if I smooth go to early 90s You'll be like I don't what who
1: give me some somebody Let's who you talking out.
0: about? Okay, so you are you familiar with trap Call quest?
1: Yes, now, can I? I know who they are. I can't give you that one song from that. Oh, But again, though, that's more rap hip hop, so I'm not that
0: person. So if I was the leaders of the new school, that still wouldn't Ooh, do it. If I would say Far Side. Mm. Uh, what about early 2000s? If I would say Dead Press? Mm. You don't know who Dead Press is. Mm. Okay. <laughs> then
3: all
1: this is rap, right? All of this is rap. Oh, well.
0: No. <laughs> Wait! <laughs> Wait. <laughs> See? So you don't know. So when you go into a club, you want for it to be rap music playing.
1: Absolutely. But
0: you don't know who the artists are. Not always. No. Okay. As long as it's banging rap, then you're fine. Please. (laughs) Please (laughs) Want y'all to see his face so bad. I like. Why are you singing in the club? (laughs) His face is so sincere.
1: (laughs) Don't understand. Why a little huh? No. Cut off. (laughs) Only person I want to see in the club is Future.
0: Oh, exactly. Okay, exactly. Um, so we're gonna come back around to the point. So yeah, so we're going to be on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. <laughs> and this past Sunday, we uh, we tried it out by being on uh, three different Instagram accounts. We were on the THS podcast. We were on my own Scorpio mm. and Brandon's. Just call me Otis. It was a lot of fun. It, it was really cool. Yeah,
1: I could barely read the comments.
3: So I'm like.
1: <laughs>
0: Don't know how I feel about this, but it was fun. Yeah. I enjoyed myself. Absolutely. Absolutely. So it's going to be great to actually be on three completely different platforms.
1: Right? Absolutely. Yeah.
0: So if you want to join us for this, we're going to be all over. My goodness. So you can be on uh, Instagram with us, and that's going to be THS Podcast. Um, yeah.
1: <laughs> you looking at me? I'm
0: like, right? I'm like, huh? What? It's normal THS
1: podcast, right?
0: Yes. Like, <laughs> uh, if it's go- if you're going to be on Facebook with us, it's going to be Revolution Multimedia. So that's my company. So make sure you friend Revolution now, and then I'll go and I'll friend all of you so that you can join in on the live conversation on Facebook. Then it's going to be what's the, the next one? YouTube. Okay, <laughs> and YouTube would be Revolution. LLC. So remember, Revolution is Revolution just with, with an A in, in the place of where the E would be. So, Revolution LLC. Subscribe to us on YouTube and we'll make sure we subscribe back to you. It's going to be a lot of fun. You may get surprised because we may end up popping up with uh, Brandon going live from one of his pages or something like that, and then you can interact. We're going to be everywhere.
1: And then don't forget, we're doing the
0: live poem yes god i got excited all over See, look at you right <laughs> you do not want to miss brandon woo, reading one of my poems to a cardi instrumental if you know that's viral worthy phenomenal listen phenomenal brandon Absolutely. that's you
1: oh hello <laughs> hello <laughs> are they ready they're not
0: Oh wow, that's going to be phenomenal!
1: It and it will be. <laughs> Come on now.
0: So you make sure that you guys are walking with us all over social media. That's uh, just call me Otis on Twitter and Instagram. Okay. Look at me! Okay. Look at me! <laughs> <laughs> That's THS Podcast on Instagram, underscore THS Podcast on Twitter, Scorpio G across all social media platforms. We are about to have some fun on Thursday. Also, we would like to thank Sean J. Moore for that awesome interview talking all about leadership. Listen, leadership is important. It is. Especially in the black community. Say it. Especially in the black queer community. Okay. It's real. Talk it's, about it. it's so real. You already did, but yeah. Right, listen. <laughs> and so so that I can re Oh Absolutely. Or you can listen to the Mindful Rebel podcast. Because every week he's talking to black leaders in the community. It is a very necessary podcast. I love it. So you should listen to it so you can love it as well. You feel me? I feel you. Absolutely. 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 It's all been about knowledge and fun on this episode. That's how oh, we like to do it. it with THS. All the...
1: Various different ways that you can heal. Come on, it's more than one way. There's more than we give one. Give you a different way every time. Come on, I love all these hand gestures <laughs> you give when you talk.
0: <laughs> listen, <laughs>
1: to find the words, you know.
0: <laughs> so we're gonna bounce so we can prepare ourselves for this coming Thursday. Hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Make sure that you listen to past episodes. Make sure that you're hashtagging us whenever you talk about it with THS Podcast or Let's Get Healed. We greatly appreciate it. Until Thursday, when we go live, we love you all as you know. And namaste.